I think yoga is the practice of paying attention. On this podcast, Yoga Strong, we talk about what paying attention on the mat, what being aware and being present, whether you're in the studio or out of the studio or in the kitchen or with your family or with your friends in connection, in your heart, in your head. What does paying attention look like for your life? That's what this podcast is all about. That's what Yoga Strong is about. It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Hello, friend. I have a story for you today. But first, have you ever heard the phrase, be where your feet are? I don't think that I coined it. I, um, I'm, I'm sure I heard it from somewhere, but I know that I've said it a lot of times. And the story that I have to share with you today is one where that phrase all of a sudden has become something, something deeper for me. And when I thought it before, you know, it's a lot of presence It's a lot of like, you know, where I am. And, and that's, that's, that's true. That is the experience. But as last week I was in the kitchen and I was slicing an onion and all of a sudden I became really aware of my feet and my legs and the way that they were holding me. And you know how, you know, we could have this, this long philosophical question of like, what makes you, you? And is it like, if we, if, if my arm gets chopped off, am I still me? If I give half a kidney or one of my kidneys away, am I, am I still me? If I lose an eye, am I still me? Like how much of my body do I have to take away before I'm no longer me? And, you know, it's some sort of weird way I was standing there and it's like, I could feel my legs and my feet holding me like this, this bigger internal me, but I felt really connected and really grounded. And, you know, I may have had half an edible before this and, you know, my kids are around and, and I was just making dinner like you do for your kids. And, and with this awareness though, this like beautiful little moment. And I, it just made me think about how many times I've rushed in the kitchen. And as I felt my feet, I softened my shoulders and I relaxed my forehead. How about you? But sometimes I like squint my eyes or my eyebrows together. So relaxing my forehead and soften my shoulders and just let it be an exhale. And I didn't have to have to be anywhere and I didn't have to move fast. And I remember I used to move fast. And perhaps it was a lack of body awareness. Perhaps it was the inability to sit still. That was long, that was before yoga, so before learning how to meditate, as before learning how to pay attention in these ways. And, and I would run into walls and counters and cupboards and all the things I would have bruises on my hips and on my knees and on my elbows and <laughs> sometimes on my shoulders. And just cause I ran into things and I was on the move and I was on, I was going and how different it is to be in my feet. And I've been trying to take a walk. Have you, have you started this yet too? I feel like I'm seeing in a lot of places and perhaps it's just because 
it's my time to see it, right? We start seeing the things that, that we are doing or that we're looking for. You know, you buy a new car and all of a sudden you see all the cars that are exactly that same car on the road. You know, it could be that. But I've been trying to walk every day. I just go for a short walk. It doesn't even have to be a mile, you know, right? It could be around the block. And I was even walking the other night. It was after this onion in the kitchen experience. And Thich Nhat Hanh has has talked about how, you know, when you walk, walk as if your feet are kissing the earth. And I like to actually think about it too in reverse. Like, what if we walk as if each footstep, the earth is kissing us? Like, we are a part of, of this. We are a part of this. And, you know, there was a full moon the other night and I just was outside by myself. I had taken a little evening walk by myself and I just looked up at the sky and I was like, oh my gosh, like I am such a a small little thing here. Like there's the moon. Like I am floating in space. You know, I, I just, I just looked around my neighborhood and I was like, I am so small. And you know what? And it was like immediately after that, I was like, let's fucking do this. You know, let's go. Why the hell not? Like if I'm this small player and the world is so large, then who am I not to do shit? Right? (laughs) Who am I not to do it? The world is big enough for all of us. And, you know, on this walk and I... I could really feel my legs and my feet and had that moment where I was like this foot and this foot and this connection to the ground. And I think all of, you know, this experience and, you know, back to the kitchen and slicing this onion, I, I just had this moment where everything got softer and I was just with the onion. (laughs) And I said to myself, like, This is what I want everywhere. This is what I want everywhere. I want it in my podcasts. I want it in flow school. I want it in posting on Instagram, in writing an email to you. I want it in making dinner, in making love, in in all the places, in teaching the yoga class and taking care of my plants, and petting the dog, right? Like all of these things that I want to be where my feet are. I want to have that that softening where it is not a rush to go somewhere else and do something else. And, and you know, that is, it's, that's it's a full-time job. It's like a whole life job to figure out how to do that, right? <laughs> and, you know, like you learn a lesson and then, you know, it's, it's great. And then you have to learn it again. And then, you know, it's great. And then you have to learn it again. And you know, this is, this is perhaps another cycle of that. And that's okay. That's okay. Because as much as I have said, be where your feet are, all of a sudden I feel it. And sometimes we say pretty things and sometimes it's all poetry and beautiful imagination. That's great. And when we feel it all of a sudden, it changes everything and it changes our relationship with it. It's a deeper level of saying, 
oh, now I get it. Now I get it. And so what else does this really mean, right? How do you take this and how do I translate what it is that I'm, I'm feeling so that it actually is something that's useful or usable by you? How do you be where your feet are, right? And I think there's a couple of things. Like one, it means that I'm not rushed. I'm not in a rush. I'm going to be right, right there. And I think time blocking can actually be a really helpful thing for this scheduling. Um, I listen to, or I, I follow these the sex therapists on Instagram, uh, Vanessa Marin. I believe is her name and um her and her husband talk about scheduling sex and great right like schedule it and then you can just be there it's the same as like on some days i'm like okay this is the day i am recording classes for studio b which is my online studio where anybody can take classes from me at any time it's a giant library of classes that i add to every week um it's the same thing if I am like writing my poem, then I'm like, okay, now I'm writing my poem. So all these things that I am, I time block out that stuff. And I say, this is when I'm doing this. And then that's like, can be my full focus. And there's a lot of ease in that where I say, clear everything out of the way. This is the time for showing up with my kids, for working out, for cleaning, whatever it is, right? So not in a rush, to get from one thing to the next. And I'll do like a little asterisk and be like, that does not mean that something's going to be always slow though. (laughs) I might be in my garage in my gym and might be doing box jumps and might be pulling weight. And maybe I go for a jog with my oldest who is like going to totally leave me in the dust because he's so damn fast. But you know, that doesn't mean you're not moving fast. It just means that you're really present where you are. I think that's it. So that it's really that I'm committed to paying full attention, right? This is the practice of paying attention. This is what it means. It's to, it means to be where your feet are. So pay full attention to the people and the place and the thing that's right in front of me and to that one thing at a time, if possible. And, you know, I think there's a lot of this then that I have to then not spend my energy or time in telling stories about doubts or fears, because that automatically takes me out of the present moment. That takes me out of my feet. Then I'm spinning on top of the earth. That's me in the air. Put me in the ground. So being in my feet, standing in my feet, that is where I don't spend my energy or time in telling stories about doubt or fears. And it also means that I make decisions based on a combination of creativity and compassion and contribution. As I think about the way is that I I really enjoy showing up in the world, like my best life, like what is my best life? It's going to look different than your best life. We get to define that differently. Like what does my best life look like? And I think it is this combination of, of creativity and of community and of compassion and of some sort of contribution. And that those things are really important for me to feel like I'm in my feet. It also means that I trust the process whatever the hell I'm doing. And I remember that it is that journey. 
an, an end result is, is going to be very changeable, right? We don't really know what an end result is going to be and what is the end. And I was like, this is good. This is a good time to begin. This is a good time to be in. And it also means that I don't miss what's in front of me because I'm preoccupying myself with what's to come. So what is that end result? I don't know. And, you know, I even, I talk with this about my kid, with my kids sometimes about like doing something so that you get something, but you know, I'm like, you don't, you don't know. Like if you, especially if, you know, um, I'll use my oldest, for example, and he's like, I'm running, right? Like if I'm going to run this fast and it's like, well, you might run that fast. And how do we like celebrate the process? Because maybe we can have a goal to like get something or go somewhere and then it changes. (laughs) And sometimes we do the thing. You know, I, I found a, I found a piece of paper the other day of some things I wrote down five years ago. And five years ago, I wrote down on this piece of paper that I wanted to have a podcast and I wrote some notes down about it. And, um, hi, I'm on a podcast, <laughs> you know, so, so perhaps there's some things that, you know, that you can write down and put out there and, and then trust the process and keep on working it. And it's gritty, right? It's, it's a gritty thing to keep on. And it's not always it's not always easy. There's work involved in it, but I know this Anya moment for me was just something and it was simple. And I think that's what this podcast is about. (laughs) Slicing onions. (laughs) Oh, but it really is like this practice of paying attention is it comes in small moments. And I hope for you today that you will find a small moment where you can really truly be there and be aware of your feet where you are. And perhaps it is in the car and perhaps it is in the grocery store line and perhaps it is sitting in a park on a bench. Perhaps it is in a hospital. Perhaps it is holding a new baby. All the things. I hope you find your feet in one place today and slow down and exhale into that moment and really, really pay attention right then and feel the way it feels to be where your feet are and to stand in your feet. Hand to heart. Thank you for being on this podcast that I hoped was in existence five years ago. Talk to you soon.